Kobe taught us to be better. Wake up every single day to get better today than you were yesterday. Whatever it takes. Better dreamer. Better waker. Better stretcher. Better walker. Better talker. Better walking, walking, talking the talk. Better blacker. Better sprinter. Better loser. Better winner. Just be better. Do the simple stuff right. Better form. Focus. Better friend. Better fighter. Better rider. Better eater. Mm -hmm. Better leader. Better generation. Better nation. Just be better. Can you do that? Let's go. Back at it. Better player. Better shooter. Better scorer. Better goat. Yep. Better goat. Better mentor. Mm -hmm. Better minor. Major. Mover. Shaker. Better skater. Better artist. Yeah. Better teacher, better preacher, better believer, better first, better future, better hero, again, better hero, better mother, yeah, better father, better father, better father, better father, better father, better me, better you, better us. Mamba out. Better. Forever. His very first move as the executive was to sign Lamar Odom, who was on crack. Come on now. New sports desk. Hey, bro, you listening to the sports desk? You're listening to the sports show. Do you smell what the Rock is cooking? I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh, oh. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Sports Desk episode two. 25 episode 225 man we are excited to be back one half of your sportsologist dedra l higgs jr back in the building and remember folks acknowledge me and it's your man black we are back once again for another episode the other half of your sportsologist back in the building d you already know what it is man let's get into it absolutely man we have a fiery Show, I am emotional. I am on the brink of really just losing my lid because I am excited beyond measure and we will get into it. And most of you who are listening today, I know what you're listening for. And don't worry, we're going to give it to you. All right, so we're going to be talking about the NBA playoffs as they currently stand. We're getting ready to get into some icebreakers, and we're going to have a lot of fun today. Maybe we'll get a special surprise guest to call in and uh, so we can talk that talk. But, Black, let's go ahead and get into it, man. We got some icebreakers that we need to get into. Black, let's go ahead and get started, man, uh, with Lamar Jackson. All right, finally, um, it has happened. Lamar Jackson has been given a brand new deal. He is the highest paid per salary player in the National Football League. Black uh, um, Lamar around that $258 million mark. He's getting 189 of it fully guaranteed more than he initially uh, asked for. Rumors was that Lamar wanted a full fully guaranteed contract from the rip. But I'm sure he could do something with $189 million. Black, finally, the saga is over. Lamar is paid. He could get back to football. How do you feel for Jackson? Yeah, man, I'm excited for him, man. He finally got his money. Uh, I'm happy that him and Baltimore, and they were able to come to uh, a truce and get a deal done. And it's uh, it's good that you see your, your, your top quarterbacks in this league, especially your unanimous MVP finally get his money. You know, Baltimore is where he always wanted to be. He didn't want to go anywhere else. So I was happy they was able to put their egos to the side and get this deal done for Lamar. The highest paid quarterback in the league. Well, real deserved money uh, for Lamar Jackson. I'm ready to see him back on the field doing his thing. Yeah, I echo the sentiments, man. Lamar got his money. He should have been got his money. Um, I'm glad that the ugliness of the situation is done and over with and I get this is a business I, I try to stay in front of that you know as football fans we are really emotional about what we want to see done because we're fans but I try to stay in a position where I say look this is also a business and the Ravens felt that they didn't want the market to get away from them and they had a number in mind for Lamar and let's just call it what it is Jalen Hurts deal 
helped Lamar Jackson get paid. It did. It, it did. Because if you look at this contrast, they're very, very similar. But Jackson is more annually higher paid than Hurts going forward. So it is what it is. Lamar got paid. Looking forward to see how he can ramp up his play with the Baltimore Ravens because now you're the money man. And as the money man, you're going to be more expected than ever to be able to get your team to where it is that they are trying to go to. The Ravens have been a hard-nosed, smash-mouth, black-and-blue-collar organization for many, many, many years. And as Lamar has been the quarterback of that team, they have had success, but they have not tasted the ultimate prize. And we all know that only one team, one team takes that every single year. And this year, it was the Kansas City Chiefs, and that is a Super Bowl winning game. All right, so uh, congrats, Lamar. All right, Black, the NFL draft took place this past Thursday through Sunday. And um, we talked about it leading into the draft that this was a a um, uh, a football fan's draft. You kind of had to know your stuff with the gentlemen who were being selected and having their dreams come true in this draft. Black, real quick, what was your... Uh, thoughts on the entire draft and give me one of your biggest aha moments that took place for you watching the draft um the draft was uh pretty good it really wasn't um one of the best in my opinion but it was a lot going on man like you say this is a fans fans draft you know been able to sit back and wait until before the jags pick and see what was going on uh it was really good to watch and, and i'm starting to really love the destination drafts you know like in kansas city all the different places mm-hmm. shoot i hope they can bring it to jacksonville one year that'll be i think that'll be dope but um yeah the draft was very uh entertaining to watch man a lot of movement they said he had uh, a record 45 trades in this draft so it was a lot of movement going on d uh, one thing that really stood out for me uh, uh, that I did not expect, I didn't. Uh, Houston going all in. Houston went all in, man. They put it all on the line, man, to be able to draft a quarterback at number two and then come right back up to number three and get the best defensive player on the board. So it was good to see Houston, man, do that thing as well. That's what you got to do sometimes. You got to put it all on the line, man, and to be able to get what you think is going to help you win uh, win and succeed and potentially win championships. Uh, and another thing for me, uh, Joey Porter. Going to the, the Pittsburgh Steelers, man, and following his father's footsteps. I think that's a really big deal. He could have landed at a lot of more places, man, but he lasted. And uh, Pittsburgh was able to take him, man. And um, over, over, I mean, just the draft to see these kids come off the board, man, is very exciting. To see the raw emotion, man, the tears, the happiness, the smiles. It's always a good uh, draft when you be able to see these kids live their dream and be able to play at the next level. Yeah, for me, man, um, it's always exciting, man. I love to see the reaction of the kids and their families. Uh, That's the thing that I look forward to the most, man, to see these young men who've been playing this game probably their whole life, and they get this opportunity to share with their family and their loved ones as they accomplish one of the ultimate dreams to play professionally in the sport that they love, man. So that was the first thing for me. Second, man, Anthony Richardson to the Indianapolis Colts. I it has been a hot topic ever since he declared and then once he had his uh pro day it was off to the races from there the Colts I believe that if Anthony Richardson has structure and coaching that coach towards his strengths he is going to be a problem in the league and with my hometown team, the Jacksonville Jaguars, having to deal with him twice a year for the next 10 to 15, maybe 20 years, that is going to be something to look forward to if he can come around like I believe that he can. Will Levis dropping all the way to the second round. I was a guy that I do not understand the thing about Will Levis. I don't get it. I don't get why he was even considered a top five pick in this draft don't get me wrong levis had a solid season at kentucky and he showed glimpses of being really good at his position but i didn't see what everybody else saw so for him to fall i really wasn't surprised and now he's going to tennessee and i'm gonna be i'm gonna keep it real with you bro like i don't see will levis levis changing life in tennessee <laughs> now if i'm dead wrong i'll be the first to come on here and say man i was wrong about will levis but i don't see what every well not everybody else but some of the marquee names on these big networks were seeing but to see him fall out of the first round tennessee trading up to get him i thought that was very interesting because all of the teams who needed quarterbacks got him one and even the teams 
who could have used him like the Washington Commanders mm-hmm. passed on. Passed on. That him, was yeah. a sign to me, but we will have to see what happens. So for me, Anthony Richin, Richardson, Will Levis, and the Philadelphia Stinking Eagles, man. <laughs> now, I am not one to be like, oh my God, the Eagles are going. It's going to be yet to see if the Georgia Eagles can really flourish. This is the National Football League. So transport from college to the league, we all know, is a significant bump in speed, physicality, preparation, maturity, so forth and so on. I'm curious to see what exactly the Philadelphia Eagles brass are trying to do here with bringing all these Georgia Bulldogs up to Philadelphia. So I ain't saying they ain't going to be good, but the talk about it, excuse me if I seem naive, I ain't buying it. I ain't buying it. And it's going to have to be played on the field. We'll have to see exactly how that goes. So, overall, all in all, uh, my Cowboys, they filled some needs. Uh, the Jaguars had some questionable picks. We'll get into those at another time. But, in my opinion, they were questionable. But, all in all, solid draft. Football fans draft. If you knew, you knew with these kids coming in here. And, um, you know, we'll have to keep a close eye. The NFL schedule, it is coming out May the 11th. They announced it just before we went on air. Adam Schefter reported the NFL is circling May 11th to roll out the schedule. And we're going to have a lot of fun with that. That is just uh, maybe two weeks away. Mm-hmm. And we will be having a good time seeing these um incredible matchups and, and just different scenarios that we're going to be getting with this upcoming football season. So stay locked in with the sports desk as we break down the football National Football League schedule on May the 11th. All right. All right. Black, a little bit of WWE. This weekend, we have WWE Backlash. All right. In Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico is where we're going to have WWE Backlash. You have a lot of... um. Homage being paid to Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. Uh, Selena Vega uh, will be going uh, against um, uh, Rhea Ripley for the uh, SmackDown Women's Title. Currently, even though Becky, I mean, even though Bianca was drafted to SmackDown, so I'm not really sure how they're going to do that. Um, you're going to get Daniel Priest up against uh, Bad Bunny. So a lot of Puerto Rican uh, uh, heritage and pride will be on display. And I like that WWE is doing this. When you go to these other areas that they... Uh, don't really go to give 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 these people who are from these uh states and countries an opportunity to shine i'm going to be tuning in to wwe black backlash just to see how it all plays out we also have the draft going on we'll give a more in-depth full breakdown as the draft wraps up with some notables from smackdown Roman Reigns is staying on SmackDown, number one overall pick with Paul Heyman. And Solon Black, I want to ask you, did you find it a little weird that when Heyman and Solo was drafted with Reigns, but the Usos wasn't? Oh, yeah, it's kind of weird. Something going on now. I, I know it's part of the storyline of what's, what's, what's happening. But I know that match that they had uh, on SmackDown was a big deal. And I guess we'll find out their, their fate uh, tonight on Raw. What's going to happen with them? Will they stay with SmackDown or will they be over on Raw? So it's going to be interesting to see. But definitely that was that was uh, really an eyebrow raiser to see them not uh, drafted to SmackDown with, you know, Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman and... Um, and uh, forget his name. Solo. Uh, and with Solo, yeah. Yeah, I just was, you know, very interested in that. Very interested in that. Could the Usos be headed to Monday Night Raw? And what does that mean for the bloodline? This is something that I didn't expect. So I kind of like it. Because usually, and you can ask my homeboy, I usually got a pretty good idea, just foresight-wise, of what's to come. But this one got me. Mm-hmm. It has me. So I'm going to be paying closer attention to So... WWE, uh, all of our wrestling fans, don't worry. Once the draft wraps up and concludes, we'll be giving a more breakdown as Monday Night Raw is up next. All right. All right, man. So that's going to wrap up our icebreakers, man. We're about to get down to business. We're about to (laughs) really have some conversations and some dialogue. And forgive us if this Warriors and Lakers talk take up the rest of the show, my boy. Let's go ahead and get into it, man. I'm excited. I, I I can't even find the button to get the NBA music started, my boy. I'm so excited. I'm there we go. What did you do in camp? 
listening to the sports desk. You trash! You not hooping! All right, let's go ahead and get down to business. Come on, Nate, holler at him real quick. Los Angeles, home of the greatest franchise in sports, the L.A. Lakers, and the home of the greatest athlete in the world today, LeBron James, the King. LeBron James. All right, Black man let's go ahead and pay respect where respect is due before we get into um this uh ball of emotion uh that i have going on and i'm pretty sure a lot of people listening and i know black does as well black yesterday man we had a uh game seven performance that we had never ever seen before stefan wardell curry went for a 50 burger to send the Sacramento Kings home by 20 points on their home floor. By God, what a masterpiece we retreated to. Black, I watched every dribble of this game. When you talk about historic performances, when you talk about Steph Curry and me and European, we believe he is a top 10 player ever. Black, your sentiments on the, the on the performance from Steph Curry yesterday. Oh man, uh, just an uh, amazing uh, performance by Steph Curry, man. Um, he yet reminds us <laughs> every time he steps into the playoffs, shoot, every time he step on the court, man. Why he's the greatest shooter of all time, greatest point guard of all time, and yes, he is the greatest point guard of all time. Oh boy! And um, okay. man, just to see, just to see, man, this kid, man. From out of Davidson, changed the game of basketball, has been doing and has been part of it for the last decade. Like it's 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 a sight to see. But in that game yesterday, when he really didn't have much help, man, he rose to the occasion. The closest person in that game to him was Wiggins, and I think Wiggins had like 16 points. Yep. And man, to see him, you know, take the game over, man, and get his team over the hump and move on to to the to the second round. That was a big deal, D. So shout out to uh Steph Curry on an amazing performance, man, in the in a game seven on the road. Historic. Historic. I remember last year going into the playoffs, the conversation was out there when the Warriors seemed like they had primal opportunity to do what they ultimately did to win another championship. And for Seth Curry to get his first Finals MVP, in my opinion, he should have two Finals MVPs. That's another conversation. Andre Godala should ship that and ship it over to uh, Seth Curry's house, but I'm not going to go there. Yesterday, Steph did what needed to be done, and Black said it perfectly. No one else came along for the ride except Kavon Looney. And by Kavon Looney's rebounding, especially on the offensive side, getting an offensive board, creating more uh, uh, possessions for the Warriors. Steve Kerr's timely lineups, timely timeouts, just controlling the pace of the game. And I and and these days when I watch um, games, even if it's my favorite team, I try to take my emotions out of it, man. And I really just try to watch and study the game as not only a fan, but knowing that I have to come on this sports show every single week, and I want to be able to deliver a a, a thought-out, uh, uh, um, just, just a thought-out think piece for you guys with this game. And this is what I saw from Steph. Last year, we told y'all that he was top 10 all-time after getting the ring and getting his fourth title. He's all-time. And what I saw yesterday... A lot of things Steph Curry just don't get credit for. Steph Curry is a really good playmaker. You saw Steph going up and down the court, really creating shots for his team. His handles are talked about under the table. Steph gets a lot of heat for how he plays the game and how he shows emotion and how he talks trash. And that's who he is. I have no problem whatsoever with Steph Curry and how he plays the game. It's a lot of grandpas and grandmas out there who want everything to be under a collared uh, 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 and, and suit and tie approach to sports. But a little fiery and a little and a, and a, and a, and a little uh, uh, overzealous uh, mentality is just fine with me. But. Steph Curry is going to be another one that we're not going to be able to really fully appreciate until he's gone. 
because he rose to stardom very, very quickly in the LeBron era. And in the LeBron era, LeBron sat alone for not long when Kobe was the man and was dwindling down his career and Kobe took over the reins as the face of the league. LeBron didn't, he did not enjoy that for as long as we all probably thought he was because here come these light-skinned assassins in Golden State and you see this man revolutionize the game. And we saw yesterday during the Kings exactly why the game would never be played again. He shoots the three-pointer in the tightest windows. The Warriors switch so much, coming off high screen, low screens. Curry gets the ball, and while he's in a pocket with defenders closing in on his blind side, he's letting it go. The timeless to know, I know they think I'm going to pull the three here, but the drive to the basket, Curry was attacking yesterday. Mm -hmm. He was attacking and, and dishing the ball with his assist. He was sensational. He had six rebounds in the first quarter. He looks like the smallest man on the floor. He, that's what he looks like. But when he starts to play, he's the biggest. He's the biggest on the floor. Clay Thompson, he ain't the same. Clay can get hot and he'll make you pay, but he ain't the same. Jordan Poole had an issue this entire series that if I'm a Warriors fan, I'm concerned. He never got it going in seven games. He never got it going. The reason why the Warriors are advancing to the second round is because Wardell and Kavon Looney. Draymond provides emotion. He, he brings toughness. He brings theater. He brings everything that makes me change my mind that Draymond Green is going to be a Golden State Warrior next year. He's going to be there <laughs> because the Warriors can't afford to lose a guy like that. If Draymond Green was not available for the Warriors today, they lose. Because Draymond does the little bit of things that no one talks about. Mm -hmm. So to give Steph all of the credit that he deserves, I feel that Steph is inching closer and closer to top five all time. I feel that he is. <laughs> and, 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 and he deserves... Everything that he gets on the positive side of the game. Sensational yesterday. Sensational. And the beautiful thing about it, and I'm not talking trash about Kevin Durant, but we Googled and we got God when he scored 47 points with overtime and losing to the Milwaukee Bucks two years ago. And a lot of you out there listening wanted to ram it down my throat when I was telling you he lost. With 47 with overtime. Mm -hmm. Steph Curry ain't need overtime. Against a higher seed. 50 points. Beat him by 20. On the road. Sent him home. Got the W. When you talk top 10 all time. That's why Steph Curry. Is always going to be over Kevin Durant. To me. To me. He showed us yet again. He showed us. And there's. A tough conversation that's going to have to start about this kid if he racks up another one. I'm talking about top five all time. He has to be up there. He has to be up there. So, job well done by Wardell, Steph Curry, Wars advance to the second round. Simple as that. All right. All right, man. So let's get into the second round matches that we got in the National Basketball Association. Black, let's go ahead and uh, go around the world before we get to what we need to get to, man. Uh, right now, we're watching game one of the Eastern Conference second round semifinals. You got the Philadelphia 76ers without Joel Embiid up 19 to 13 on the Celtics. Black, real quick before we got to go around the world. Can the 76ers still one in Boston and hold the fort down? Until Embiid can possibly return. Um, I've been watching the Sixers, man, and watching them in the playoffs, and I know the Nets are not the Celtics. But when they didn't, when um, Embiid wasn't available to to them, they looked they looked very well. I see they had some success with James Harden driving and kicking to those shooters. They have a lot of shooters on that floor. You got Tobias Harris, you got Maxi, you got um, Milton, you got those guys that that can make big time shots. And if they get streaky and get hot, hot, they could cause Boston some problems. D, I could see them stealing one to make this series make this series interesting. Will they win the series? No. 
But um, in, if if Embiid gets back, then it'll be uh, then it's going to be like, oh, okay, let's see how much Embiid can give them. But you know uh, what they're saying is what Embiid is dealing with is a serious deal. So we don't know how much we're going to see him. But we sit we sit here looking at the game nine. What 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 are the Sixers doing? Guess. James Harden's making shots, shooters shooters hitting shots. So. Um, it's going to be interesting to see this series because Boston did struggle against Atlanta when Atlanta was making shots. They couldn't, they, they didn't defend that well, and that's looked like that could be a problem with them against uh, the 76ers as well. Yeah. Um, man, it sucks for Embiid. It sucks. He's going to be your MVP. He's going to be your MVP of the league this year, but it absolutely sucks about Joel. Can the Philly get one in Boston and catch him slipping? Yeah. Yeah, they can. Atlanta got them one in Boston. They got them one in Atlanta. Yeah, they'll catch them. They'll, they'll catch them and they'll get them one, but they're not going to win the series. I'm not really going to elaborate even more. Black really hit it on the head, but I do have one hot opinion right now. The Sixers should shut Joel Embiid down. He should go ahead and get the surgery. All reports say um, that Joel Embiid will have to have some type of uh, off-season procedure to clean and, and get that knee ready for the next season. Why prolong it? Uh, rumors he has a small tear in his UCL or his PCL, and he's a massive man. Yeah. He's not a guard. He's not. No. And they talk about him having to wear a brace. So if he has to wear a brace, that means he's probably 50% or less if he's having to wear a brace. Yeah. They've it- been off two weeks, and Embiid has showed slow improvements. That's not good. Mm-hmm. That's not good. Now, I'm assuming Embiid will have the final call, but if I'm the Sixers front office, Embiid don't get the final call. He don't get it. If the knee is bad and he has a tear and he's going to compromise the future of himself and the 76ers, shut him down. Shut him down. Yeah. What you think about and that? I, and and I, for me, and, I, and, and this, they say the injury is kind of what Giannis was dealing with the year that they won it. Mm-hmm. That PCL, MCL, close to but no tear know, for Giannis. No, no tear for Giannis. No tear yeah. for Giannis. No, no tear. So he was able to put on that brace and be able to play through it. Yeah. You know, and um, is this a series where he feel you feel like you have to fight and get him back? Is it is you know, Boston hasn't looked like the most dominant team to me. They haven't. You know, they've they've. I don't know if they've just been chugging along, you no, know, looking for the the bigger the bigger prize, which is get to the finals. Mm-hmm. You know, but they. I feel like Philly can cause them some problems, but I'm along the lines with you, D. If it's possible not to rush him back, don't rush him back. If you have a series where this game going into a game seven and they tied 3-3 for the win it all, you just roll the dice if your team is playing well and see if you can get Embiid back. If so happen, they was so happen to make this thing interesting with Boston. If it was to get past Boston and move to the next round, you hold them out. And you saying shut them down, I'm for it, but Embiid, man, it just seems like every year, D, in the playoffs, it's a hand, it's a knee, it's just something that holds him back after him having great, great years. And he gets to the playoffs, and I don't know if it's just a string of bad luck or what, D. Part of the game, And, man. and, and it sucks. But in me, being being a fan of Embiid's and seeing what he's been able to accomplish over these last three years, man, improving his game every year, I want to see him on the court somehow, some way. I want to see him, but I know it, that'll be a risk down the line for him future. to come to for his future, future and down, uh, and for him to come back on the court and he's not a hundred percent. And they said, and, and and they did say today that like he's still having a lot of pain, a lot of pain. Some, he can't get it. Sometimes he can't get up out of the bed. He need help getting out of the bed. So it it it, it really sucks for him, man. But this Sixer team is a really good team, and Embiid is the head of it, but. When he's not there, they play very well together still without him on the court. So let's see what happens when Embiid is not there because I don't expect him to be back for this series at all, D. Yeah, with with, with Embiid, I mean, with Embiid, man, it's not the fact that I I want to see him shut down. Like, it's, it's like Black said, like, look, man, like, they said, yeah, the, the injury rivals what Giannis went through two years ago versus Atlanta, but Giannis didn't have a tear. He had a strain. He had severe swelling. Giannis has a tear. I mean, Embiid has a tear. He has to have a procedure done. It's going to come down. If they say, all right, Embiid, you can't hurt this any worse. But you're only going to be 60% of yourself. Not not good enough. You got to get up and down the floor. We know all the things. Embiid is a very explosive big man. 
who can handle the rock, shoot from three, back it down. I mean, he can do literally anything on the court. And I hate it for him. I really, really do because he's going to be the MVP of the league. He's going to be. And the rumor is in the next coming days it'll be announced. I'm assuming he'll probably get that trophy game three or game four in Philadelphia. But it's going to be sub because he ain't going to play. Mm-hmm. If he was going to play, the conversations wouldn't be what it is, man. I fully expect Boston to go ahead and take care of business. I would give Philly a game. And I, I, if Boston really bought that business and they're going to be real killers out there and put their foot on the throat, they got to get Philly out of here in five games. Mm-hmm. Put them out in misery. And here's the thing that really sucks the most about Philly. This is it. James Hart going back to Houston. He ain't staying in Philadelphia. You got to believe what you hear out here in the street. James Hart want to go back to Houston and end his career in Houston. He made Edoka was out there. They revamping the front office. They've already said all of the young players are up for draft, up for up for trade. Houston is ready to get back in the mix. There are, and this is it. And if Philly don't have James Harden, guess where Philly goes back to? Even with Joel Embiid, they go back to the mid to towards the end towards the midway point of the Eastern Conference. That's what's going to happen, and that's the part. That is going to unfold after this series is over. So we got to play close attention. Hopefully we're wrong and maybe Embiid can get back. But I, I'll be shocked if he plays. I'll be shocked. All right, but let's head out to New York City. All right. The New York Knicks took a loss yesterday to the Miami Heat, who stunned me and Black's NBA Finals pick in the Milwaukee Bucks. I am still shook to my core <laughs> that the Bucks are at the house. But Black, Knicks. But Knicks, Heat, Heat up one. Jimmy Butler rolling that ankle yesterday. What do you see for this series? Who wins this series? Oh, man, this series is going to be, I feel like it's going to go seven games. I feel like New York is going to respond. If they can get Julius Randle on, they need him in this series. And hopefully they can find a way to get him back on the court. When they, have to, they have to win tomorrow night. They got to get this game tomorrow night. They can't go down 2-0 against uh, Miami. If they do, they might, go, they might get swept or lose in five. If they don't get tomorrow night. But Julius Randle, we see how important his presence is now against the Heat. Against the Cavs, not so much. Because they was able to take care of business. But they need him against Miami. Man, if they can get Julius Randle back, I'm going to pick the Knicks to win this in seven games. I'm going to roll with the Knicks. I love Miami. I just love what's happening with the Knicks, man. I, I People, you can call it uh, <laughs> in the moment or whatever you want to call it. But I just love what's going on in, in New York. And D, I want to say one thing, man. Seeing, being able to see the Knicks in the playoffs from the Cavs series and now seeing that atmosphere, man, we seen on uh, on Sunday. To the sports if show. you were NBA superstar, and don't get me wrong, I know uh, I know Dolan it could be an ass as an owner. I know he can. But you a superstar, man, and don't want to play in New York and Madison Square Garden? I don't understand it. Like, that atmosphere is crazy to me. Like, if I'm a superstar, why not go play in New York? In that atmosphere, week every night, weekend and week out, and then the playoffs, it get turned up a notch. Like, that atmosphere is wild. The energy, you can feel it coming off the TV in Madison Square Garden. I love what I'm seeing from the Knicks. Miami, Jimmy Butler, he's he's a force. Kyle Lowry looked really good against uh, against the Knicks on Sunday, D. So that could be uh, good for Miami well in this series. But I'm going to go. With, I'm going to go with the Knicks to win this in seven games. But this is this this series definitely is going to be a a tough battle, grinded out series. I'm looking forward to every game in this series. Yeah, before the series started, I had the Knicks in seven as well. Um, Jimmy Butler rolling that ankle. If I'm the Heat, I'm sending Jimmy Butler back to Miami. Jimmy Butler don't play in game two. You came up there, you did what you had to do, send Jimmy Butler back to Miami, get him right, get him some uh, uh, um, uh, work in, rest that ankle, get him ready to go for when things pop off in Miami on, uh, I believe it's Friday night. So that's just me. That's what I would do. I mean, you came up there and took care of business. Jalen Brunson really went flat in the second half uh, against the Heat yesterday. But as a unit, as a team, the Miami Heat always showed to be a consistent franchise. They have great role players constantly. Jimmy Butler is a dog. Eric Spoelstra is still an elite coach, maybe the best coach in basketball. And the Miami Heat and that DNA, it travels. It travels, and you just see it yet again. We're going to see Jimmy Butler was in a walking boot yesterday. Um, so when you're in a walking boot, I mean, you're pretty swole, and you can't really move that thing around like that. So he's not going to practice or do anything of that nature. But I'm going to go with the Knicks in seven. R.J. Barrett's going to be the difference here, man, for the Knicks. 
If he can continue to play that way he's playing, especially when they're at home, he is going to be a um, a key factor. Tough loss yesterday in the Garden, but I think they get game two, even this thing up, get back to Miami. Overall, I think it's going to be close. Would it surprise me if the Heat won this series? No, it would not. But if Julius Randle can come back and resemble anything like he was in the regular season, the Knicks should win this series because Tyler Hero eventually is going to be missed. Eventually, he's got Struess and, and Duncan Robinson and Kyle Lowry. They're not going to stay like they was. Yesterday, they shot lights out. They did. Kevin Love, lights out. I don't see the Heat maintaining that throughout a whole series. So, I'm going to take the Knicks uh, also to win this in seven games. All right. Black, let's go ahead and head over to the Western Conference. Let's go ahead and go to Denver and uh, Phoenix, man. Denver up one nothing, An absolute drumming. Drumming. Of the Denver Nuggets making waste of the Phoenix Suns on Saturday night, blowing them out by 18 points. Black, who wins this series, and what are you feeling, man, after watching game one? Well, for me, this series is very simple. This is what we've been saying about the Suns. If Kevin Durant, D-Book, and Chris Paul are not carrying much, carrying the heavy load and scoring, they're not going to beat the Denver Nuggets. They have no bench. They have nobody to come off and give them a push. They can't stop a cold. They can't do none of that. If they not outscoring the Denver Nuggets, if 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 D Book ain't going for forty five and uh, KD going for forty, whatever it may be, and uh, Chris Paul coming in with a good 20, 15 to twenty, they're not going to beat the Denver Nuggets. The Denver Nuggets are a deep team. They are a deep team, and oh, what what's that guy named? Jamal Murray is back. <laughs> Jamal Murray's back, the piece they've been missing for the last two years. And we remember, we remember in the bubble before they, the Lakers before the Lakers put them out to go on and go to the, the finals, the Denver Nuggets were, were a really good team. And Jamal Murray had a lot to do with that. Now he's back fully healthy, and he's reminding people why he did what he did in that bubble. And the to see this man, I, D, I really don't know how the Suns, if they don't win tonight, this is, is, it could get ugly for the Suns because it's no way. It's no way I could see them beating Denver going down 2-0. I could be wrong. We didn't see stuff a lot, but this Denver team is very, very well coached. Mike Malone, shout out to you. You are a great basketball coach. To see how passionate he was and have his guys calm down at a certain point, uh, where this game was close, and after he said what he said, D, he said, "Y'all calm down. This, it's, it's, this is a, this is a big hit that we're now. We're playing for something serious. We're playing for a championship, but y'all stay in the moment. Y'all stay in the moment with the Suns. We know what the ultimate goal is. That was his words to his team. Stay in the moment. We know what our ultimate goal is, but you take care of business. And after that, after they went out after that timeout, man, they put a drumming on the Suns." They couldn't. The, the Suns couldn't do nothing with it. If they don't have any help from the from the bench, D, or can find out to do something defensively to slow down Murray or take Joker, uh, Joker away, they will not beat the Denver Nuggets. But we shall see tonight at ten o'clock. This is a big game for the Suns because they, in my opinion, they can't go down two one win this series. D. I got the Nuggets in five games. I think the Nuggets will make quick work mm. of the Phoenix Suns. Mm. Um, I'm not going to go against what my eyes seen. Okay. Suns no bench. No one could come in and save the day for the Suns. Durant and Booker even playing 40 and 45 minutes, respectively, wasn't enough. They lost by 18. Denver is deep. Jamal Murray is a problem. Mm -hmm. They have no one who can guard him. And DeAndre Ayton was pathetic. Pathetic. They broke down scenarios from game one where Aiton was standing under the rim and did not get involved in the game. Joker had 19 rebounds and didn't play the whole fourth quarter. That's why. DeAndre oh, Aiton had a measly seven rebounds. Chris Paul can't give you 25 and 30, bro. And he, he had six assists. Mm. That's not going to cut it. Durant and Book can both average 30. Won't matter. Who else is going to score? Michael Porter didn't even have a good game. He only scored seven points. And they still won by 18. <laughs> Aaron Gordon did that over Aaron 20, Gordon though. Did, yeah, Aaron Gordon, <laughs> Joker, Murray. I'm being real right here. Let's call it what it is, man. Look, the, the 
the Clippers were decimated by injury, man. The Clippers were decimated by injury, man. No PG, no Kawhi. You hoping and wishing on a prayer for Russell Westbrook to try to make something happen. And Russ played hard. He played well. Russell Westbrook kept him in the NBA next year, and he might mm-hmm. get some money because of it. Mm-hmm. But they didn't have their guys, man. Got to have your guys, man. And now the Denver Nuggets got their guys and some. Mm-hmm. I got the Nuggets getting rid of the Suns in five games. Watching the series, every dribble of this game, I said to myself, wow. The Nuggets are deep. They can defend. They can shoot the three. The Suns were abysmal from three. Durant and Booker don't shoot threes like that. They don't. And now they're going to have to. So that's a telltale. And except Chris Paul was one for seven from three. Who else can shoot? Landry Shamit, he comes in brick nation from three. Now, I'm not talking about the greatness of the Durant, and I'm not talking about how great Devin Booker has played. They have been phenomenal. But I said going into this game, they got bodies they can throw at Book, man. Murray took a chance at him. Uh, KCP took a chance at him. Uh, Porter Jr. took... He dealing with this whole game. Mm-hmm. Against the Clippers, he wasn't. Against the Clippers, he did what he wanted. Because he could. Mm-hmm. Against the Nuggets, he, can't. he won't. Yeah. Suns go home. In five games, the Nuggets should easily advance to the Western Conference Finals, in my opinion. All right, let's get to it. Let's get to it. Hmm? Hmm? It is what it is, man. The most easily, the most touted matchup in this second round is the Golden State Warriors and the Los Angeles Lakers. I want to start off by saying that as basketball fans, we are blessed to have this. Uh As basketball fans, whether you are riding with LeBron and the Lakers or you ride with Steph Curry and the Warriors, we should all take the moment to appreciate the greatness that we may never see again. These two franchises with the players that are wearing the jerseys are going to provide such a theater that we have to appreciate. All respect to the Golden State Warriors for everything they've done. Shout out all the significant keys. Coach Kerr, Draymond, Clay, and Wardell. But that's all you get from me, though. That's all you get from me, though. <laughs> Gangster Grizz. Okay, that's all you get from me, bruh. Gangster Grizz. I'm going to go. I'm like, I need to go first. Go ahead. You good. I'm going to draw the line. Nah. LeBron versus Steph. That's what the media and that's what everybody's going to make it out to be. Rightfully so. You don't have a circum a opportunity to see so many four-time champions on the floor at one time. This is the fifth time LeBron is going up against this Warrior team, man. In the playoff, this is the first time in the Western Conference that they've met anything outside of the NBA Finals. This is historic. But I want to say a couple of things. All y'all out there already starting the conversation. Don't let Steph Curry get one more ring. I want to know what does that mean? Huh? I want to know. Because none of y'all told me what it meant yesterday. But I know what you're thinking about because I was lurking on the Twitter, me and my homeboy. Me and my homeboy was posted up yesterday lurking on the Twitter. We seen y'all boys talking. Now, y'all don't want to keep it Lakers and Warriors. Y'all want to automatically go to the scenario that Steph Curry should be placed over LeBron James if he won the championship. Go on and say it. But you won't. And I know why you won't. Because even Steph Curry, in my opinion, is ascending to a top five player in NBA history. He, listen to me when I say this. His career is Outline as one of the best we've ever seen. He revolutionized the game. 
but he is not better than LeBron James. I want to put that out there now. If Curry retires with five rings and LeBron retires with four, that does not make Steph Curry a better basketball player than LeBron James. Hell, that doesn't even mean he had a better career than LeBron James. Now, a bunch of you goofballs out there listening right now, you'll take that and say all D hating or hit. No, 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 I'm being real because y'all brought the conversation to the table. Not me. So I want to go ahead and get that thing started. Now, if anybody out there who feels that way, holler at me in black. Y'all know us. You know how to get in contact with us. We drop our Twitter at the end of every show. And if you know us personally, you got our numbers in your phones. <laughs> Just hit us up. I am one who is dialed in. And it's the hell with the Golden State Warriors right now. It's the hell with them, bro. It's time. I've wanted this. I ain't want to play the Kings. I want to play the Warriors. I'm going to tell you this right now. Um, Anthony Davis ain't Sabonis. Uh, LeBron James ain't De'Aaron Fox. We going to present matchup problems more than what the Sacramento Kings was able to do. This is going to be a heavyweight Clash of the Titans. This will not be for the weak at heart. I was telling my homeboy yesterday, <laughs> this is not for the weak. Twitter is going to be nasty. Social media is going to be nasty. All you light-skinned people out there who arrive with the babyface assassin. Oh, whatever. But over here, man, we ride with the king. We ride with that purple and gold, man. We riding, man. This is an exciting time. NBA Twitter was happening. What's happening? Y'all buckle up, man. Get cozy. Go buy your favorite popcorn. Get your favorite beverage, man. And, and let's get this. Let's sit down and let's enjoy this. Choose your side now. It's like that. This is going to be the most compelling matchup, in my opinion, before we get to the finals. There's no other matchup that you can piece together. Then this one, you got the GOAT on one side, and then you got the other guy who revolutionized the game. Two top 10 players, top 10 players currently, four-time champions on the floor currently, Clay, Draymond, Kurt. It's loaded, man. This will not be for the weak at heart, and whoever survives this will win the NBA championship, in my opinion. Because you go to war and you get, you get battle-tested like this, who else you worry about? Who else you worry about, in my opinion? No disrespect to Boston, because they're going to have a right to claim a championship, too. But in my opinion, you are a Laker or you a warrior, you're going to hoist up, that, hoist up that trophy at the end of the year. But we can talk about that later. Lakers in seven! Lakers in seven. We're going to do it to them like the last time LeBron was there. Y'all remember what happened last time he was there? Don't jump! <laughs> if all the nah, bro, chair, bro, KD, no, 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 KD them won the championship in Cleveland. They didn't win it in Golden State. So, like I said, the last time LeBron was there for a game seven, you remember what happened? Don't jump! Don't jump! Don't jump! Black, what you got, man? Warriors, Lakers, Braun, Curry. My God. Man, I'm I'm ecstatic. I'm happy. Man, I got a ball of emotions, bro. Cause I was saying today at work, man, talking to a few people. I think people so dialed in on the different storylines of this and they don't realize the type of basketball we're gonna be blessed blessed with as fans. Yes. You're gonna have the two most dominant forces in the last decade in this game. Yes. See one each other potentially. For the last time, maybe it won't be the last time. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe. Who knows how the basketball God's going to shine down and bless us year in and year out. But he's blessing us right now. My God, is he ever. So please, if you were, if you were the Lakers, if you were the Warriors, y'all don't forget to enjoy this, man. Enjoy this, man. Because this basketball we about to get here, you about to see the highest IQ on the floor. 
between two teams that you probably won't even see in the in the rest of the playoffs at all. Facts. This right here could potentially. I wish it was two teams from the West that could have went to the championship. This would be the game right here. Mm. This would be the series, but we can't. We already know how it goes. Mm-hmm. But once again, after three after three years, we finally getting it again. I well, after four years, I'm sorry. We finally getting we we finally getting it again. LeBron versus Curry. And we finally get in the playoffs, the Warriors versus the Lakers finally. after all these decades. Players like Steph Curry, I mean, players like uh, Clay Thompson, he he he's uh, accepting this moment because his father played for the Lakers. He always seen he the Lakers. He grew up a Laker. He grew up a Laker. Now his team, the four-time champs, get to play the Lakers in LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Like, Special. the basketball guards are blessing us. Special. In the second round of the playoffs. Special. D, I'm going to enjoy this. I'm going to enjoy this. I'm going to sow every single minute, every dribble of it all. I'm staying up late, whatever. If I'm, if I gotta hit, if I gotta hit for a day, oh, that's gonna, have, this gonna have to happen, my boy. Because I know this thing gonna get thick. Yeah. And my homeboy sitting across from me already know how I serve it up. Oh, yeah. He might have to come get me from the ER. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Because this thing right here going to be real. I know what them Red Brothers over there are about. I already know what they own. But I also know. Mm, Talk about it. What the king about it. Talk about it. You want to say, oh, man, he old. Mm. He ain't the same. I wouldn't listen to people talk today. Oh, man, he old. He ain't the same LeBron. Mm. Okay. But people might say he 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 has his moments, but he can't take over certain things. All right. But man, y'all just pause and remember now. Mm-hmm. This could potentially be one of the better teams LeBron has had over his career. Facts at man. age thirty eight. Facts, man. We big, we long. We're gonna cause some problems. <laughs> yes. Yes, we are. And don't get me wrong, the world's going to cause some problems too. Yeah. Because if you don't run them brothers off that three-point line, oh, it could be a long night. They, they running out the gym. Out the gym. From day one, since he set foot in the NBA, I've been riding with him. It ain't going to stop now. <laughs> the LA Lakers in seven games. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I don't care how I get done. Don't care. Lakers in seven games. Hooks are by crook by God. By God. Because LeBron on a mission. Mm-hmm. He hit a naysayer saying, oh, he's 38 years old. He ain't got it. No, he hearing it. He can't take it. He ain't going to tell us that, though. Mm-mm. Just going to play the game. It. And like I said, when this season started, if since they made this trade, if the king finds his way back to the NBA finals, mm. y'all naysayers going to have to come talk to me. Mm. Y'all going to have to say something to me. Or you know what? If you don't, we got the platform to reach you. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but this series right here. Yeah, man. Is the series that's going to tell it all. Who's going to win it all. Special, man. Either we going to have Wardell ascending to a top five player winning this fifth reign. Mm-hmm. Or the King at 38 years old. Something we hadn't seen since Kareem, if I'm not mistaken. Horsting mm-hmm. mm-hmm. a Larry O'Brien. Mm-mm-mm. At 38 years old, championship number five. Mm-mm-mm. But this series right here is the start of it right here. D, I'm ecstatic. I can't wait. I'm nervous. My stomach in knots. You know how I serve it up, my boy. <laughs> I can't wait. Tomorrow night, 10 o'clock in San Francisco. Let's get it on. Let's get it on, man. Such an exciting time. Just a beautiful time, man. And uh, we, we got to get this guy on, man. It's been a while. Yo. Freddie Briggs. Freddie Briggs. <laughs> Freddie Briggs. <laughs> What's happening, my man? You all right out here? I'm good, man. I'm good. Well, Fred, of course, um, before we get started, please, Fred, we've been doing well on the sports desk. We know we haven't talked to you in a while. But please do not put us in the position to be banned from Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, or any surrounding social media platforms that the sports desk <laughs> can contribute. Uh, we just always have to say that before we get bricks on the phone. 
Fred, <laughs> let's get down to business, man. All right. We're sitting here and we're talking about the special series that we're getting ready to take part in as the Los Angeles Lakers take on the Golden State Warriors in the second round of the Western Conference playoffs. Fred, I'm giving you the ball. Two things from you, my man. Who wins this series? And go ahead and get it off your chest. Uh, well, first, uh, the Lakers will win this series. Mm. Um, uh, Steph Curry, he's he's had it good being able to play some of these younger teams who don't know what to do in the game five, mm. don't know what to do in the game six, don't mm. know what to do in the game seven. Uh, if you look at a bunch of their series over the what, last two, three years, it always starts. Then the Celtics jump up on them 2-1. Mm-hmm. You know, um, last year, so they they haven't had to play anybody mm. who knows what to do in the game five, six, and seven. Mm. You know what I mean? So um, they, I just know they better win game one. The Warriors better win game one if y'all want this to win. People saying seven. Mm-hmm. If y'all want this to go seven, the Warriors better win game one, which mm. I expect them to. Okay. I expect the Warriors to come out hot win game one because if they don't it, it, it's it's over the five okay but, um one thing i want to say about this series is i love how people are already setting the narrative and i want to get this part out of the way before i get to like the good part of it but people are setting the narrative oh it's steph versus lebron we need to reword this this is the warriors versus lebron mm. it was that era steph has one finals mvp mm. like i say somebody so he's three and one against braun in the fight well braun has four finals mvp mm. count those mm-hmm. because uh championships are a team sport mm. so let's not act dense when it comes to the steph and lebron conversation because you're making people point out things about Steph to where well, that ain't fair to him. Okay. Like, he a legend. He a dog. You're going to mention him with the Jordans, Kobe's, Bronze. Mm-hmm. Like, in my opinion, Steph is in that conversation now. Okay. You know, and even if you want to say, yes, yeah, Steph took the league from LeBron. I mean, we just, I just, I just, when we get to LeBron, all density is just, yeah. all people being very dense when it comes to these conversations. It's just tiring. Right. It's just like, ah, cool, man. But, um, but with the Warriors, um, it's been a good run. We might see Draymond in L.A. next year. I don't oh. think that kid, Jordan Poole, what a waste of money. Oh my, my goodness. Big, biggest waste of money uh, from the signings last year. Oh. You know, the kid is just a, a glorified Jamal Crawford. You my know what I'm God. And he's not as ill as Crawford was, you know, <laughs> so I'm really giving him a uh, big up. But uh, <laughs> what I do want to say is I appreciate us having this um, – I appreciate us having this because yeah. we don't know. We may get this one more time. Yeah. You know what the Warriors do? Because I know Kyrie will be in L.A. next year. Oh. Period. The only way Kyrie won't be in L.A. next year is uh, they win the championship one if D'Angelo Russell averaged 25 to 30 points. <laughs> if that ain't the case, Kyrie will be in Los Angeles next year. <laughs> he Kyrie only popped that out the game to let y'all know, yeah. Yeah, you see D'Angelo Russell scored 70 points, and they closed out the Grizzlies in a quick one. You know what I mean? Kyrie on the side, beat them niggas by 40 okay, points. Okay, that boy Russell was like, nah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Russell wasn't having yeah, that, that dog. Russell said, nah, Kyrie, yeah, nah, bro. Went out. <laughs> <laughs> Russell went out. That's a yeah. Yeah, they still know the handshake from Cleveland, my boy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's what you're going to need to win in this league, man. Brian can't hold it. Yeah. Listen, Kyrie is still giving it his 30. Yeah. Fighting. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, D'Angelo Russell, if you can't, if you can't steer this thing to a championship, big dog, you know, which I ain't even tripping. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I, I think Brian, this is a two-year window, in my opinion, for Brian to win this fifth championship. Okay. And y'all better, boy, if he get that thing this year, boy, man. he getting six, big dog. Mm. I'm, I'm just saying he getting one in the next two because Kyrie is coming. Mm-hmm. If, if you get Kyrie on that team and AD is healthy with LeBron James, with all that other stuff they just signed, mm-hmm. they win the championship, playing the show. So uh, one thing for you, man, Anthony Davis, man, how dominant do you think he needs to be? The matchup's down low. Listen, let's just call it what it is, okay? Kavon Looney <laughs> played his heart out against the Sacramento Kings. But Anthony Davis yeah. just destroyed the defensive player of the year. <laughs> 
<laughs> and Jaron Jackson Jr. Fred, how dominant do you do you feel Anthony Davis should and needs to be for the Lakers to win this series? Um, it, it needs to be ugly because without Kevon Looney, they don't beat the King. I t- yes, you know I said that earlier like, in the show. Yes, yeah. Without Kevon, like, and I just Kevon Looney is not. You know, AD is not going to let that happen. Of course, we're going to have the one AD game. On okay, yeah, you know, we got to. Right, and then we say, oh, you should have done this and that. Where it, it, Kevon Looney should be a non-tack this series, um, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I, I mean, yeah, I, it's just hard for me to see the Lakers losing this one, man. I ain't going to lie. Let's Jordan Jordan Poole going to come back out after 30 again. Like, what, look, at, look at what had to happen last year for them to win last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, that boy got a max contract. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's what happened. Yeah. He played that well where he played himself to a max contract. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I don't, oh, what's the, what's the Wiggins? I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> give me a break, bro. Like, okay. Lakers in the five. But, well, I guess I'll wait to hear the show to hear the Houston thing. But, hey, boy. Yeah. I'm not Houston, but Phoenix. Hey, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, huh. Yeah, we, yeah I, I got... did it. Y'all had a, y'all had yeah. a KD conversation. Yeah, we talked about it. Oh, we talked about it. You gonna hear it? <laughs> it was very, very blunt and very direct. Short and sweet. Short and sweet. And I already, <laughs> hey, Fred, I already know what you own <laughs> when it comes to that. And, and you know, it's like that over here about that boy. <laughs> you know it is. Yeah, so yeah, you'll hear exactly what you want to hear when you hear the show back. Well, well, Fred, I mean, like you said, man, and me and Black talked about it right before we called you, man. As basketball fans, and 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 whether you a big fan of the game or not, or you just a LeBron or a Steph guy or a Warrior or a Laker, this is just gonna be something of theater that we all as fans should enjoy, man. But like I told Black, well, like I told Black yesterday, and 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 what we were saying before the show, hey, man, pick your side, bro. Yeah, <laughs> pick your side, bro. Like, like we yeah. trying to make it really like that, bro. I'm not really trying to do all that. Oh my god, I mean the Warriors and the Nah, bro. Yeah, <laughs> like, bro, pick your yeah. side, stay on that side, and it just is what it is until this series is over, bro. Yeah, and you know what? Over, I, yeah. You know, I see them boys on Twitter going back and forth, bro. I see them boys on Twitter going back and forth, man, with the Steph and LeBron, and they asking the question, "Oh, if Steph get another ring, bro." Pick, yeah, 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 yeah. I've talked about it, and that's one. Yeah, tell me what you feel about that. Due to the the comments, yeah, the comments. If Steph Curry gets another ring, what you feel they saying? Ridiculous. They're trying to build this narrative. If he gets another ring, if Robert Horry gets another ring, if Derek (laughs) Fisher gets another ring, like (laughs) give me a break, bro. Like if like this is LeBron has had made three different stops. Yeah, he's delivered three different cities championships. Yeah. He's been to 10 finals and then went to eight straight. Yeah. You understand? These are with different teammates damn near on every single Every, every team, yes. We decide Anthony Tocupo gets swept. <laughs> this one is swept by the <laughs> Like, what are we talking about? You see that over there? Oh, man, we, can, we can't call it a failure. We can't talk about the thaw. Y'all hold it against LeBron that he was just able to get to the finals and lose instead of getting swept in the first round. <laughs> Like, what are we talking about? Cut it out. And Jared, don't call Cole. Do not let Cole I say I another word on the sports I station. Ain't, <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't calling him. A matter of fact, you let him know after the show, you could send him the clip. He banned from the sports desk, bro. <laughs> I, I, I've never banned nobody from the sports desk, bro, but Cole got to be banned, bro. Because the way he be talking, bro, it just infuriates me, bro. It just infuriates me, man. So, yeah, Car- Cartier Cole. If you're just so happy to hear this, sir, you were banned from the sports desk. <laughs> you were banned from the sports desk. I love you, cuz, but you banned. Now, uh, you know, and, and I feel you on that, man. We're going to have a much larger conversation about that because we we really didn't speak on Giannis today. Yeah. And I yeah. did feel a way about what he was saying after uh, the loss to the Miami play-in heat. <laughs> In five games. I've sat on here for years. The last, what, two or three years? Mm-hmm. And I've given yeah. unto the Kumpo the utmost respect. Yeah. Yeah. But, man, I yeah. ain't finna lie to you, bro. That boy got me in my feelings, bro. And I'm going to have to let that man know what it is at a later date. Yeah. But I'm yeah. glad that you said it. I'm glad you said it. Well, Fred, any final remarks, man, before we get you out of here, man? We, we called you to close out the show, man. And we're so excited. Game one Tuesday night in San Francisco. Fred, yes, yes, any yes, final yes. thoughts 
about the Lakers versus the Warriors, Steph Curry, LeBron James? Um, uh, no, no, no final thoughts, man. I, I can't wait to hear the show back. I feel like all of my questions will be answered uh, once I hear the show back. Yes, so. sir. Yes, sir. No. Well, Fred, so, it's been a pleasure, man. We definitely gonna have we have some other things that we want to get at you about. Uh, we probably be yes, giving sir. you a call next episode. Want to get your thoughts on the Jags and the draft. Want to get your thoughts sure. on just Anthony Richardson to the Colts. So um, <laughs> we, de- <laughs> we definitely want to have some more conversation, man. But right now, mm. honestly, the majority of this show has been Lakers, Warriors build up. And, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, we are all just looking forward to the opportunity to see this thing. Well, Fred, man, we appreciate you as always, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, yes, man. All right, yeah, Fred. Catch you, man. Yes, sir. Be easy now. All right, Black. Yo. 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 All right, man, that was the illustrious, great Freddie Briggs giving his takes on Warriors and Lakers, Seth Curry and LeBron James. And Black, you know, as we wrap up the show, man, you know, by the time we get together next week, man, this thing will already be three games in. Mm -hmm. By the time next time we do the show, man, you know, we probably be getting ready for a game four on Monday night in Los Angeles, man. So, man, you got Lakers in seven, man. And before this thing tips off, man, we just, you know, let y'all know, man, that uh, PSA, man, this thing going to get nasty on the sports desk. This is the nicest that we're going to be during this series. And it's not a warrior thing to hate on them because ain't no hate towards the warriors at all. The utmost respect. respect. But y'all know what it is. Y'all know what it is, bro. And I seen, did you see that interview with LeBron? Uh, after practice? After practice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You saw his tone? Yeah, yeah, I seen seen his tone. You seen his tone? He showed respect, but we know what it is. But I'm just saying the tone, the demeanor. Yeah, yeah, the demeanor. I recognize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He he know what it is. Yeah, yeah, he know what time it is. is. He know what time it is. And I believe this is what LeBron wanted. I think so I believe too. he I believe this is what he wanted. I think he wanted yeah. this opportunity. And now he got a cast of guys around him that can send the Warriors home. And just vice versa. The Warriors got a cast around them that can send LeBron home. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna find out what it is, man. Game one, Tuesday night in San Francisco, Warriors Lakers. Y'all enjoy this. This is a true treat, man. And we're gonna have a great time covering this series as long uh, with all the other as well with all the other series. Um, that are taking place. All right, we're getting ready to wrap up the show, man. We're in the second quarter. It's almost halftime. Game one of the East Semis, man. We have Philadelphia uh, down three points to the Boston Celtics without Joel Embiid. The Sixers are fighting. They're hanging in there, man. And we're going to see how it takes place. All right, y'all. Until the next time, man. Y'all be cool. Be safe. Take care of yourselves. It's your guy one more time, Deirdre L. Hicks Jr. You can find me on all social platforms at that name, Deirdre Hicks Jr. I want to talk about what you want to talk about. Your boy's on vacation this week from work, so I ain't really got to go to bed early because I'm going to be up in NBA Twitter. Holla at your boy because I'm out here. Shout out to the people who was talking to me yesterday on NBA Twitter. I appreciate y'all, and I told y'all I'll be back. I'll be back Tuesday night. Lakers, Warriors, NBA Twitter, holla at me. Black, what you got? Yeah, man, appreciate all the love and support, man. Y'all get y'all be giving us, man, rocking with us. Every week, man, y'all keep doing it. Keep hitting play. Y'all keep pressing play, man. And we're going to keep giving y'all raw content, man. We, you know how we serve it up here at the sports desk. Absolutely. Uh, y'all hit me on Twitter and Instagram at BlackNL3, man. Y'all hit me up. Let's talk about it. Yes, sir. Tell a friend and tell a friend and tell a friend that it's another sports show out here that they should definitely check out. DM Black, your favorite sportsologist, holding it down. Appreciate all the support, man. Thank you for pressing play, retweeting the links, sharing this episode with your friends and your families and your loved ones, anybody who loves sports. Appreciate you guys, man. We're going to keep it going strong. We are 225 episodes in. Shout out to Reduce Lunch and the NPN Network for also helping power in this podcast. And we'll be back. Well, we might be back early if we got some breaking news. But if not, man, we'll catch y'all next week, man. Y'all be cool. Listening to the sports desk. Hey, this reduced lunch sports, man. No, Come no, on. No. You're listening to the sports show. New sports desk.